0: thankful that risen lamb is our comforter and our king tonight. Amen. Amen we have a few needs we want to bring before the congregation we want to remember Sister Moselle. She's in the hospital with a, a hip fracture I believe. so keep her in prayer tonight. Also Brother Jonathan Middleton also in the hospital with some breathing issues. So remember him in prayer. also want to continue to remember the Hollis family and the different ones that couldn't be here tonight. Amen. But for those of us that are here, we're here to serve the risen lamb. Amen. Give him the worship that he's worthy of on a Wednesday night. We ask our brother Joe Adams to come open the service for us in prayer. Amen. As, as, As he comes, if you have a need, just take it before his throne tonight. Amen.
1: Amen. Just to give you a brief update on my mother. She went into the hospital yesterday. They did a upper and lower GI, and they were speculating that she may have colon cancer, but they come to find out she had a bleeding ulcer that's been causing her all the trouble and all the pain for uh, these past six, seven months. So we just rejoiced in that. It wasn't as serious as what we thought. So and they're putting her on medication to, to dry it all up and to heal it and to clear it up. But, you know, we believe that whatsoever things you ask, you should have whatsoever you ask. Because he said, I'll do it. So whatever your need is tonight, he's still a need provider. He said, I'll supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. So whatever your need is tonight, won't you just uh, bow your heads and believe that when you approach the throne of mercy, then that prayer does not fall on deaf ears. But the Almighty is listening in tonight. He hears that heart. He hears that prayer. And he not only hears it, but he's going to respond. Remember, Joshua spoke to words, but they saw God in action. Now let you speak the word tonight so you can see God once again in action. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the promises of God. We know to the believer, Lord, tonight the promises of God are yea and amen. Lord, we don't back off the word. We believe that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever, Lord. We want you to know tonight, Lord, that we don't exalt, Lord, some God of sports, some God of Hollywood or anything of that. But Lord, we exalt the Almighty tonight. Jehovah God, Jesus Christ manifested, Lord. And we're so thankful that you sent us a word of assurance in this hour. Lord, you sent us a message, O oh God, not only just to in order to heal our bodies, but, Lord, you turned our hearts back to the faith of the fathers. Lord, we can rejoice tonight in knowing who we are. Lord, we can rejoice in tonight, O oh God, in knowing that our petitions, Lord, they don't fall on deaf ears tonight. But you're a mindful God. You're a God that's very present. So we bring these knees to you tonight, Father. Sister Moselle, Lord, fell last night. Lord, and fractured her hip and in the hospital, expecting maybe to have surgery tomorrow. But, Lord, we pray that you'll come down right now in that hospital room. You'll do what the doctors are not able to do, Father. You begin to mend the bones, Lord. They can put pins here and there. But, Lord, we believe that you can perform an operation without, the Lord, any kind of procedure, any kind of surgery required. So we're just asking that you'll give strength to that frail body tonight, Lord. We also pray for Brother Jonathan, Father. There he is in the hospital. Lord, asthma stricken his, his body again, having difficulty breathing. But, Lord, you've breathed the breath of life into his life, Lord. And we're just asking you to come by that room as well. Lord, on the same floor, opposite ends, Lord God. It reminds me of a time when the Holy Spirit went, Lord, he come up a little uh, road one day, Lord. And there was a lady with a gorder on her neck. Lord, there was another sister not able to eat for months, but you came down that, that neighborhood, Lord, and I'm asking you will come by, Lord, Minden medical center on the second floor. Walk up and down the halls of that hospital this evening, Lord, and may you touch the sick and inflamed, oh God. May you go to Brother Jonathan and Sister Moselle. May you raise them up, Lord God, and give them strength in their bodies. And Lord, every hand that was raised to you tonight, Lord, I believe that whatsoever things we ask of you tonight, Father, that you'll do exactly what you word declares. You said, I will do it. Lord, that's your promise to us as a believer. There may be here some tonight, Lord, dealing with mental problems, Lord God. The enemies are coming in their mind, but we believe, Lord, we have a promise tonight that we can stand against the wiles of the enemy, Lord. We can pull our sword of faith out tonight, God, and believe that we have the authority and the promise and the power to cut the devil's head off. Lord, I pray there be blood falling all over this place tonight, God, that the enemy has no place to hide, that he's to to the anointing of the word, through the preaching of the gospel tonight. I pray you run every devil, Lord God, that, that will come and, and hinder your people tonight. May you run them back to hell tonight, God. And may your people receive victory. May they see themselves the victorious bride we we'll are just commit this service now to you, Lord. Lord, excuse my excitement about the word. Excuse my passion. Lord, I just, this excites me tonight, Lord, that we have an opportunity to be in your presence. We have an opportunity to come in your house, oh God. Lord, knowing when we're on the job, knowing when we're in the schools, Lord, we just, we constantly wage war with the enemy, Father. He's there on every hand. But we come tonight, oh God, to get a reprieve from the battle, to come and draw strength, to get our sores, Lord, sharpened for the next day day's journey. So we pray you'd meet with us tonight. We pray you'd at the lips of Brother Timothy, Father. We pray you'd at the song service. Lord, I pray you'd our voices tonight to lift up praise, O oh God, to not sit down on the preaching of the word, but to pour from the gift of God. We commit it to you tonight, Father, and we pray you move in every heart and every life, minister to every need tonight. We ask it in Jesus' name, Lord, for your honor and for your glory. May you reign victorious tonight, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: The master of the way crawl.
2: Pledging their allegiance to so many things. What an honor it is to be able to serve this Lamb. Amen. To serve this God, to serve Him with everything that we have. Let's go to prayer tonight, Father. Lord Jesus, we're so thankful, Lord, to be able to come to you tonight once again. Lord, to ask of you needs and situations in our heart and our life, Lord. God, we just believe in, Lord, you're the same today as you were yesterday, Lord. Lord, we just ask, Father, you just cause faith to rise in our hearts. Lord, to grab a hold of your word and never let go, Lord. Through the darkest storms, through the darkest things that we may walk through, Lord, but yet your light into our path, this word that leads and guides us. Lord, we just ask you to bless us in your presence, Lord. Ask, Father, you just pour your spirit out in this place, Lord, as we have worshipped, as we've made you welcome. Lord, may you just continue to deal with every heart. Lord, to continue the fight, to push on another step, to keep marching on, it, Father, we pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen, amen. Let's turn in our Bibles to Ephesians 6 and verse 10, amen. It's always good to be in the house of the Lord. It seems, it seems that, as I said before, it comes around faster and faster. It's the, I guess as the older you get, just before you know it, you're back again. But it's just wonderful to be together with believers and to worship the Lord and to give Him praise, to get away from the old world for a moment and just, amen, share what the Lord's done for us, amen. amen. Ephesians 6 and verse 10, 10 says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, Taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. We'll let you be seated this evening. The armor, as we've been speaking on, that Paul speaks about of course, is not a literal, visible armor. It is symbols, as we've been talking about, the breastplate of righteousness and the belt of truth and, and uh, the shield of faith and, and the helmet of salvation and all of those things. Paul looking at the Roman soldier and then typing it out in the spiritual. But I like how we read, I think, about two times. He said, put on the whole armor of God. Not just part of the armor, but the whole armor of God. Amen. That you'll be able to withstand against the wiles of the enemy. And he said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Amen. So, you know, no one came to church tonight, maybe with a visible shield or a visible breastplate or a helmet on your head. But we we came with all of this. We came with all of it all. We came to take our possession. But we know it's a spiritual warfare, but it's very real. And we're fighting it tonight, amen, as we are even sitting here on these nice pews. We're still fighting this warfare. We're never going to be done with this warfare until the, he takes us away from this thing. And, but we're fighting against principalities or someone who tries to have supreme power in a cruel and unjust way. And I, I tell you, that, that, def, that, that definition is good for the devil, amen. Amen, how he tries to take supreme power, a power that don't belong to him, amen. But he tries, to say, he tries to rule in a very cruel and unjust way. It's a very cruel thing to put cancer upon someone. It's a very cruel thing to put a little baby to be born into this world and, and have uh, lacking things in his mental capabilities or in his body or things like It's a very cruel and unjust way of ruling. And that's not God's way because God's going to restore it all the way back to perfection again. But we're, we're warring against powers that are trying to hold, they're trying to bind, they're trying to bind people in cruel and unjust ways. And we can look at a little child or we can look at someone in a bad physical condition and yes, that's what's very, uh, sometimes very horrific as you look upon it and you feel sorry for that person, but really there's no one to feel sorry for more than someone that's bound in sin. Someone that's so dark in sin, and their their their, their insides—if you could see spiritually into them—you could see a a, wo- a wounded person, so drawn up and and they're as skeletons. As, uh, there's not much meat on the bone as You maybe have seen some of those pictures of the death camp, how they're how they're there, and they've been dra- uh, traumatized, and the and the things that has happened to them, and they're just virtually skin and bones. And, and if you'd look at a spiritual person uh, that's been that's a sinner, and and you'd look inside of him you'd see those same kind of conditions. And it's a horrible thing. It's a cruel and unjust way. We're, and we're standing tonight against rulers of darkness. or demons of torment that torments the mind, that torments with the diseases and anxieties and fears and depression and suicide. Uh, but we're not standing alone. Amen. We're not standing alone. We're standing armed or guarded against these things. We're at war for our God-given positions in Christ Jesus. Now, if we notice, uh, these other weapons are for our defense. If you will notice, the helmet of salvation is to protect your mind, as we spoke about. The breastplate of righteousness is to protect uh, your uh, your liver and your organs, your important uh, vital areas. Uh, The belt of truth is there holding it together. The shield of faith is a protection against the fire darts of the enemy and it's for defense but there's also one that's not only for your defense it's also for the offense it's for going and taking what is your property. It is your given rights. These, these rulers of high places, that high place belongs to you. It never did belong to the devil, but the devil came down and he talked Adam out of it. And he talked him into leaving and going out and even to those things. And he took the place that rightfully belongs to you. And we are at war to take that back. And we will take those high places back. Yeah. We will be back in that place that was given to man. Amen. And so we have a sword. It's a sword of the Spirit. We don't have a physical sword hanging on our side tonight, but there's a sword that you can grab a hold of tonight. And we read it in the Word of God. What is the sword of the Spirit? It is the Word of God. And it is here for you, for your disposal, to use and to take your territory, to take what Satan has taken from if you. If he's taken away your health, there's a word there's a sword to take it back if he has taken away your children there's a sword there's a word to take it back if he's taking whatever the devil has stole from you he there is a word to take it back right. on, amen and we know the word will to de- defeat the devil anywhere anytime and under any circumstances or conditions yeah. Jesus proved it when he defeated Satan, not using his power. He could have used his power, but he used the word of God. He said, it is written. So where's the sword at? Amen, the sword, Romans 10 and verse 8. But what saith that the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth? And in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the Scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Amen, so the Word is here tonight, but it's in your to be in your mouth. Amen, it's to be there to speak, as we heard last Wednesday night, to speak the Word for your situation. Amen. We're living in a time that people are taking the Word of God upon their lips and speaking it and watching it come to pass. Amen. Come on, somebody. We're living in that time right now, just as it was in the days over the Branham. As he spoke, and squirrels came into existence. As he looked at Hattie Wright and said, Whatever you have need of, you speak it, and it'll happen. We're living in that time. Amen. And the word of God is being placed upon lips of men and women who believe, and they will not be ashamed. Hallelujah. But it will perform that what it says to do. Amen. He says, take the Word. What is the Word? The Bible said it here. For the Spirit is the Word. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, the sword of the Spirit that comes through your mind. It enters into you, and the sword of that Spirit is the Word of God. What does that Spirit fight with? What does it use, the Spirit of God? What does it use? Does the Holy Spirit fight with sensations or feelings? No, the Holy Ghost fights with the Word. Right. The Word, oh my, what does it fight with? Feelings? No, the Word. That's right. Amen, so we're not here to express our feelings or, or to say we feel good or bad. We're not here to say, oh, I'm happy or sad. We're here to only profess what the Word says. Yeah, man. Yeah. Come on, Amen, the Spirit of God walks right up to the devil and says, it is written. How many's got the Spirit of God tonight? You got the right to walk up to that devil that's camped upon your property and say, It is written, I've got an abstract title T, and this is my property. Amen. 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 The devil has to give way. Take the sword, it's the word of God. Pull it with a hand of faith, a strong hand of faith. Amen. Amen. It's with faith. These are just symbolic, amen. And We're not just grabbing a sword as David would or one of the mighty men of faith would and grab a literal sword. I wish I had a stick or something and grab it and begin to hack it. Sometimes that might be a little easier because you can see what's before you. But amen, it's to take the faith, the hand of faith, and put it in your mouth and speak the Word of God. Amen, it's a two-edged sword, Take the Word, take the Spirit, let the Spirit come into your heart, open up your mind, and then speak. Thy Word is true. All right, come on now. Thy Word is true. Amen, that should be your confession. Thy Word is true. You promised it in your Word, and it's true. It's not false. It's not a halfway lie. It's 100% the truth. And it has never failed. You begin to say, Lord, I'm not going to pay attention to how I feel. I'm not going to pay attention to what somebody says or what self says. I'm blowing out every avenue, every frustration, every doubt, every unbelief I ever had, every feeling I ever had, all the sickness I ever had. I'm blowing it out. I'm bypassing all that, and I'm coming right straight to my spirit, coming right down. It says you are my son. I'm standing upon that. All right, I open up my heart and my mind. Come in, Lord Jesus. Grab the faith, that sword of the Spirit, thus saith the Lord, and scream, Hallelujah! Hallelujah Lord. <laughs> scream, Hallelujah! Then cut down every devil in front of you. Yeah. Hallelujah! Scream, Hallelujah! And cut down every devil. Every devil that's in front of you, every enemy that stands, that old spooky spirit that make you feel all down and depressed, yeah. cut it away. Yeah. Begin to scream out, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> oh, we're going to have a good time tonight. I feel it in my bones. Amen. He says, you begin to scream, get away from me. Quit sympathizing with that thing. Tell it to get away from me. That's not who I am. I'm a son of God, daughter of God. I've been bought by the blood of Jesus. He says, whack, cut him with the word. Whack, whether it be a demon, whether it be sickness, whatever it is, take that word and pull it out and whack his head off. Amen. Whack it again and whack it again. It don't seem to move. Keep on whacking. Woo, do we have some people here tonight that's ready to cut your way through the victory? Yeah. Cut your way through the joy. Cut your way through the healing. Cut your way all oh, glory to God. Cut your way through the total deliverance. Yeah. Take the sword of the word. You said, well, last Wednesday I whacked and it's still there. Keep on whacking. Yeah. And he said, before long, you'll see a little hole. Hallelujah, you'll see a little hole like a little chicken pipping its way out, or an eagle, what you are. Pimp yourself out of that old shell of sickness. Oh, hallelujah. Amen, you've been bound up with a shell of some kind of thing, begin to whack at it. I'm coming out of here. This sickness has been in my body, I'm coming out. Hallelujah. Where's the, and you say, once you all of a sudden, you'll hit it one last time and it'll be gone. Hallelujah. And you'll scream out, Where is the next one? Hallelujah. That is a word that we have in this hour. Knock every enemy out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow. Abraham. He denied everything that was against God. He chopped his way right through every obstacle that came in front of him. He said, your wife is too old. He chopped that thing out of the way. devil said, you can't do it. He chopped it out of the way. He just whacked at it and whacked at it. What's next, Lord? Move your tent up here. He went and built an altar up there. He got up there. Satan came and said, I tell you, this is not the right place. I'll stay right here, and I won't get off my ground. Come on. All right. uh, come Hello. Is there any soldiers here tonight? Say, I'm standing upon this promise. I got the gospel of peace upon my feet, and I'm digging into this promise, and I'm not leaving till I see it fulfilled. Hallelujah. Lots of you better come down here. We're having a good time down inside. I ain't leaving. Come Come on over here. There's a better place over here. I ain't leaving. Devil says you can't have it. I ain't leaving. (laughs) <laughs> devil says you can't have your children. I'm not leaving. Right. Yeah. There's something to it, that. Knock and keep on knocking. Yeah. Whacking, keep on whacking. All right. All right. Amen. Keep on going. Victory is right in front of you. Yes. Yes. How bad would it be if it just took one more whack and you had the victory but you gave up? Right. Right. Amen. That's not what we're, we're not called to quit. We're not called to stop. We're not called to slow down. We're not called to be lax. We're going to whack and keep on whacking. Because the glory of God will shine down upon you. It is a promise. He said, Sarah said, Abraham. Abraham said, shut up, Sarah. Oh, boy. Hallelujah. Stand right there. This is where God placed me. Right here is where I'll stand. All hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate fall, bring forth the royal diadem and crown Him Lord of Lord, Lord of all. Oh, Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other crowns are sinking sand. All other crowns are sinking sand. The royal seed of Abraham will fight right through it. Joshua fought every inch of the ground from one end of the country to the other. But he had a promise. God said, I'll give it to you. Well, you say, well, I've been fighting for the Holy Ghost. Keep fighting. He's a promise. He said he'd give it to you. Amen. You've been fighting for possessions and things in your life. The devil's come and stole from you. Keep fighting. God promised them to you. Amen. God said, "I'll give it to you. Whether there's giants, whether there's atheists, whether there's infidels, whether it's cold formal church, whatever. What difference does it make? God give the promise. Let's take it. It's ours. Hallelujah." God gave the promise. It belongs to us. It's our possession. Let's go get it. Don't be afraid. Don't stay back and say, Well, I believe. Uh, maybe maybe not this service. Maybe days of, days of miracles is a miracle for me. Is it past? Oh, I don't know. Don't do that. Look at, like a child of Abraham and stand on the promise. Amen. Amen. Instead of getting weaker, he got stronger. He knew it'd be a greater miracle the next day, or the next day, or the next day. It didn't matter. He was going to fight the devil over on every ounce of ground he stood on. Walk over and take it. Yeah. Yeah. God's promises are true. Nothing can stop them. They're God's promises. Amen. He gave us a promise just like He did the children of Israel. And if you're not, giving you when you come to your Kadesh Barnia, don't be like those ten that came back and said we can't take it. You'll die in the wilderness. But be a Joshua, be a Caleb and said that we're more than able. Not only can we, we're more than able. Amen. You say a rapture, not only can we, we're more than able. Divine healing, not more, no, not, we're not just able, we're more than able. God give it to me. How are you going to do it? I don't know. That's none of my business. God said so. Footsteps is possession. God told Joshua, everywhere the soles of your feet said, I'll give it to you. Footprints made possession. Every promise in the book, everything God has promised is yours. Go ahead. Just start flipping through there. Come on, keep on. Grab your Bible for a moment. Let's have some class participation. Wake up just a second. Yeah, get the Bible and start flipping through it. If you're late, I ain't seen a page yet that ain't mine. I ain't seen something yet God can't fulfill. I ain't seen anything that God can't bring to pass. All he needs is a willing participant that says, I'm standing upon this until he fulfills it in my life because it's my promise. Every time God makes a promise, you'll fight every inch. But just take the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, and cut every devil. Amen. <laughs> Don't let him get out of your way without an injury. Come on. Don't let him get by with nothing. Cut loose and cut every devil in unbelief. The Word of God is a sword. It's a sword, but the sword is perfectly dormant if it isn't yielded by a hand or a power. Right. The sword can lay there upon, the, upon here. Be just as pretty. You can find, I've seen some pretty swords. You've seen some with pearl handles and gold trim. They're gorgeous and beautiful, but they ain't worth a dime. They just lay there. It takes something to grab power to grab a hold of it. Then it becomes a deadly weapon. This Bible, this sword can lay upon your shelf. Lay upon your books, lay upon your coffee table, lay in your book bag, wherever it's at, and it can be perfectly powerless unless you can take it and grab a hold of it and say, this is my promise. And then it becomes a dangerous weapon. Amen. The enemy knows he's in trouble when a hand of faith grabs a promise. He's the Lord God that heals all my diseases. By his stripes, I'm healed. The promises unto me and my children. Right. Yeah, yeah. Glory to God. The joy of the Lord is my strength. It's right. a strong hand of faith that takes it. Has to be strong enough to cut a little hole through the darkness. It says, "By faith, I'm saved." It's, that's a great cut, but then there's a little stronger hand that yields the sword, and then that's all it can cut. But if a strong hand will grab a hold of that, it'll cut plumb through everything the devil can put there. Woo, glory to God in the highest. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. He said, if a strong hand of faith can grab a hold of that promise, it'll cut through everything the devil can put in front of it. Amen. It's a strong hand of faith. The days of miracles are not past. He's Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. It depends on the power of the hand behind the sword. All right. The faith to believe that it will be not a, just a promise laying there, but your promise. This is a nice bottle of water. But it's my my water. It belongs to me. I'm drinking it. Well, what good does that water do sitting there in that bottle? And you look at it and say, wow, that's a good looking bottle of water. Wish I had some water. Man, water would be good right now. Man, I wish I had some. It'd be really good if I could just have some water. And the old time water sitting there. Looks like water, sounds like water, uh, tastes like water. Is it a water bottle? It has to be water, but it's just sitting there. It's powerless. It can't do nothing for you unless you reach and grab a hold of it. And you take it and you apply it to your life. Then it has nutrients. It has strength. It has something that will quench your thirst. It has something that will give you strength to go on another day, another step, another moment. You can look at this word and you say, it looks like the word, sounds like the word. It has to be the word, but you got to take the word and say amen. Right. amen. That's my word. It belongs to me. I'm applying it to my life. Right. Yeah. I'm grabbing a hold of it. Amen. The sword is plenty sharp. It ain't the sword's problem. Come on. It's a sharp, sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts both coming and going. Hey, Amen. If you miss a devil going forward, you're sure to get him when you come back. It cuts going and coming. It's a discerner of the, the thoughts of the intents of the heart. It cuts down to the marrow of the bone. That's what the Word does. Yeah. How many has ever felt the Word reach down in and say, oh yeah. oh, yeah. This is a fine surgeon just reaching and shh, cut that thing off of you. It's a sharp sword. Amen, Reach right down in there, and you, you're walking along, you've been suffering with this problem. All of a sudden, that sword reaches in and goes, and it's gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Been bound by anxiety and fear, and all of a sudden, the sword just comes down in the sermon and goes, and that thing's gone. Hallelujah. Been bound by some sickness, some high blood pressure, or something, and here it comes the sword of the spirit. Comes down through the audience and goes and it's gone. Amen. Yeah. Hey, you've been dealing with some problem, you don't know what to do. And the sword of the spirit, the discerner of the words and intents of the heart, comes down and answers your questions. Wow. How many would testify tonight that you've sat in services and your heart's been deserted? <laughs> How many have ever felt the impact of this sword? Yeah. Yeah. This sword is sharp. Yeah. It don't have no problem cutting the devil's head off. It don't have no problem dealing with problems. This sword don't have no problem dealing with marriage issues or home issues, or family issues, or church issues. It don't have no problem. We had a sister here some time ago. This is a testimony worth telling again. Even if she has already walked away. She got up one morning. She's a beautician. Wanted to see her hair growing out. Wanted to cut the little ends off of it. Cause you know how they are. They got excuses for all their stuff. Well, it grows better. Really? Tell that to some other dummy. And here they are. Here she is battling with this, and her husband's telling her, no, you know what, Brother Tim, and the words, and Brother Tim talked to you about it, and he was prayed for and delivered, and the word, and you know what the word says, yeah. But I just don't believe God cares no more. I don't think he really cares like he used to about these kind of things, and he had to go to work that Sunday morning, and he said, She said, But I tell you what, I go to church and Brother Tim don't say anything about it, then God don't care. But if he says something about cutting hair, I know God still cares. Right. That morning, Brother Tim's preaching right along, and he looks out over and points his finger at it and says, Sister Mary, like I told you at the beginning, no more snippy snip snip. That still goes today. That's right. yeah. The word is still the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Amen. You take the sword of the word and every promise, it belongs to you. But you got to pick up it with a strong hand of faith and walk forward. If you need healing, cut it out of the word. It said, by his stripes I'm healed. Jesus Christ the same yesterday and ever. If you need salvation, every promise in this book is yours. Right. It's laying back there. But Satan's tried to hide it from you. Take the sword and push through the darkness until the light of God shines upon your soul and you have the promise. The word of God, sharper than any two edged sword, but a strong arm of faith can cut. It cuts to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It can cut through divine healing. It can cut through to the gifts and the miracles and the signs and the wonders. It can cut every promise of God out of the skies and claim it because it is the Word of God. His Word is a sword. Some people can take the Word and cut just enough to join a church, or the sword and cut just enough to join a church. Some, about as far as they can get, others can cut until they can just get a little Sanctification. Others are cut to where they just get justified enough and they feel like, you know, I made somewhere with God. I, I, I'm living right. I, I ain't done nothing wrong. I, I'm doing okay. Justification and the sanctification. But we're here to cut through all the way to every promise, yes. to the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah to everything. The word that every promise is yours. It'll cut through everything that you go around. It'll try to make its way around you. It'll make you a son. It'll make you a daughter of God, free from all. But depends on what kind of hand that's holding the sword. It must be the hand of faith. Amen. Let's turn to 1 Samuel 17 and verse 45. Very familiar story. As I said before, I had the privilege of standing in this valley. In my mind's eye, I've seen it all play out. On this one hill over here was the Israelites. On another was the Philistines. In this valley in between, maybe it's about as wide from here to those woods over that away, there's a little brook that ran down through the middle. I want pick it up here in verse 45. It says, David then said to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. That's what you need to tell your devil tonight. You come to me with whatever name you want to call it, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of the hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, the God of the armies of angels. Amen. Whom thou hast defied, this day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thy head from thee. Take thy head from thee. Did you notice David didn't have nothing but a sling? How was he going to take Goliath's head without not having a sword, without having nothing? But he spoke the word of faith. He said, this day I'm going to take it from thee. I'll give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day to the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth. And all the earth may know that there's a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with a sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistines arose and came and drew nigh to meet David that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistines. And David put his hand in his bag, and he took this a stone, and he slang it, and he smote the Philistine in the forehead, and he sunk to the earth, and he fell upon the face of the earth. And so David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheath thereof and slew him. Hallelujah. What is it saying? That enemy had taken his promise. And was trying to stand upon his ground. Was trying to stand upon what God had given him as a son of Abraham. And he went and took the sword from him. And he raised it up. He grabbed that old head of that old Philistine. And held it up before him, showing him he had conquered him. He showed it to the Philistines. He showed it to the Israelites. He showed it to the Philistines. He showed it to the Israelites. Amen. Showing that God had fulfilled his word. That God had provided him what he needed in the middle of the battle. God will provide you exactly what you have need of in the battle for your life, in the battle for your sons and daughters, in the battle for your strength, in the battle for your health, whatever it is, God will provide you a sword. He will provide you something to stand upon and fight your enemy with. Brother Randall said, I could see him dancing in the spirit as he got that old rock out. He began to sing, Victory is mine, victory is mine, it's mine today. He saw the victory. He took that old sling and he said, I see old Goliath say, Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) He said, He had five stones. He said, Look out, Goliath, you got a fall. And he said he set that thing loose, and the Holy Spirit got a hold of it, and he picked the speed up, and he struck that giant right between the face or between the eyes and his face, and he fell down forward. Oh, but the battle wasn't over. He done another little jig up there. He jumped on him. He pulled his sword, and he chopped off his head, and he said, How do you like that boy? Oh, he reached down, and he got him by the hair of the head. And he said, come on, boys, let's preach divine healing. Let's preach the power of God. Let's preach for our sons and daughters. Let's preach for our health. Let's preach for our strength. Let's preach for our joy. Let's go on, boys. Hallelujah. You know what he done? The rest of them seen it could be done. And they begin to cut Philistines all the way back to their country. Right. Down there, the old critics got their mouth shut up now. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Amen, Brother Brandon. It says, Florence Nightingale, Congressman Upshaw, Queen of England, great men, when the divine healing was proved that night yonder in Portland, Oregon, that maniac got threw the demon right to the ground. What it was it? Tommy Osborne, Oral Roberts, the rest of them took turns, and we've cut devil's plumb to the wall. We have the victory. Amen. And there goes David marching, pulling old Goliath's head behind him. Hallelujah, hey, amen. I see Sister Atlanta walked in tonight, pulling that glass head behind her. What was she showing? That if God could do it for him, He can do it for somebody else. Amen. Hallelujah. He's the same God today. You can talk to the Atlantis, to the Mariahs, to the Drew Dexters, to the Karen Pruitts. Come on, somebody. Yeah. To the Jude Oglesby's, to the David Dexters, whoever name you want to put on there. They're dragging Goliath's head in. Yeah, oh, hey. Amen. What did he do? He took Goliath up to the place where he could be seen the most. Right. Yeah. He said he brought him up to Golgotha, which is the, the mountain, the skull. People wanted to try to find something that looked like a skull. It's not what it was meaning. It was the place David brought Goliath's head, and he stuck him up that on a spear. Right. There weren't no people of that day, the Facebooks of that day and the Instagrams of that day, the roads, the connections that connected countries and place. When they went back to their country, I don't know who he was, but he was a big dude. His head was that big around. Just imagine how big his body was, and they tell me this little old bitty shrimp come out there with just a little sling, and I've seen it I've seen the mark right there in his forehead. I've seen it right there in his forehead, and he's there hanging rare, stuck down on a spear. He's dead, killed by a little bitty boy. What was it? David's mighty men got so inspired by nearing and seeing what David done. One would jump in a pit and kill a lion. Another one would go kill a big oak of lion. Another one would do this. How inspired should you be tonight when you seen cancer being drugged down? Hallelujah. You seen a deformed hip, a boy that couldn't walk. He stood upon his feet and he began to praise God. How inspired should you be tonight? Oh, let the sword of the Spirit begin to swing through this audience. Yeah. Let the Spirit that backs up the Word begin to go down every aisle right now and realize I have faith to believe for my need. Yeah. If God can do that for her, He can do it for me. Yeah. Yeah. If God can restore a kidney, He can restore my heart. He can restore whatever I have need of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. David went to meet Goliath. Goliath looked at him and laughed. And my dog, he'd come to meet me with this little boy. Who's this little kid? Even Saul said, who is this? This is a little kid like, shoulders maybe stooped over. But he'd come with this sling. But he knew God. Right. That's the main thing. He was a believer. He was elected. He was called. He was anointed. He was placed. You say, well, Brother Brown, I wasn't called to be a preacher. You might not be called to be, maybe you're just called to be a housewife. But you got a position in Christ Jesus by the Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. Them them housewives, they can pull along Goliath's head, too. Amen. It might be a little boy. I've seen a little boy pull along Goliath's head, too. Amen. My wife just, here some years, had such a pain in her side, double over it at the house. I was gone. And here little Andrew comes in, about maybe eight, nine years old, and gathers his uh, little siblings around and say, Come on, let's pray for Mama. And he calls God on the scene, and that pain left her. Right. Yeah. Gone. We don't know what it was, but it was gone. Right. Yeah. No matter what it was, it was gone. Right. Yeah. The battle's on. Goliath made his challenge. But here goes David he reaches down and he looked Goliath up and down like that however it was but then he looked past Goliath and he saw victory it's time you start looking past your problems and he said well tell me all I can see problems start looking past them past them is the victory and the God who brought you to the problem is the God who will take you through the problem. Amen. Hallelujah! The God who brought you here is not going to leave you here. Amen. Mercy. Goliath might be bragging to you tonight. You know, you was there last, last weekend, last Wednesday night and didn't get healed. You was other mother places and you didn't get what you have need. Who's that uncircumcised devil? Come on, somebody, let's get real serious. Who's that uncircumcised devil? Who is that devil that stands with nothing but a defeat behind him? His master was defeated at Calvary by our Lord and conqueror. He's a bluff. We won't believe him anymore. Down with him. Oh, how many thumbs down can we get? Down with him. Down with his anxiety, down with his fear, down with his bluffing and carrying on, down with him. My, that puts him where he belongs, his domain. He tries to reign over principalities and power, but Jesus Christ has robbed Satan of everything he had. You're called, you're elected, you're anointed, you're positionally placed in the body of Jesus Christ by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Goliath, you're defeated. He says, when they seen it could be done, they said, we can do it too, for we're Israelites also. <laughs> when you see cancer be healed, he can do it for me too, because I'm a son of God also. I'm a daughter of God also. If he can, if he can set that one free, he can do it for me too. brother Timothy I think I'm past hope no you ain't past hope you're here tonight so you're not past hope you're at hope hallelujah you're at the place that God can come and use the sword and begin to cut things off your life amen he's cut off cigarettes He's cut off drugs. He's cut off alcohol. He's cut off sex spirits. He's cut off all kinds of things. We'd go on all night to tell what God has done in our lives. He takes the violent sinner and begins to shave it all off of him and make him white as snow. It's yours. It's for you. Don't leave this building tonight without having the Holy Spirit cut away every shackle. Throw the thing away. Say, I believe God. Walk out of here like a true man or a true woman, a child of God, with victory and the morning star leading you, marching on like the glory. Sure, the devil raised up what well, I thought I had you. You tell him I told you you don't. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to tell that devil that says you still got that sickness, you still got that problem. No, you don't, devil. I've been healed. Glory to God, I've been healed. Amen. Remember Said you got marching orders now you tell that devil. I told you you don't Come back up the next meeting Shake that old head of that old devil that had you bound say look at here You remember me (laughs) I Was the person that was up there. I was the person sitting the doctor said I couldn't live but just a few more days But here I am tonight Somebody say, you know, if she can do it, I can too. I'll trust in his word, and I'll go to cutting devils off. Hallelujah. Turn to 1 Samuel 21 and verse 8. David said to Ahimelech, Is there not here another, uh, not here under thy hand, spear or sword? For I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business requires haste. And the priest said, The sword of Goliath, the Philistine, whom thou slewest, is in the, in the valley of Elah. Behold, it is here wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If thou wilt take it, take it, for there is no other save that here. And David says, there is none like that. Give it me. Amen. Hallelujah. David took the sword from Goliath and took his head off. And the sword was brought back to its proper place. Right. Yes. Jesus did the same thing. He brought the word back to his proper place and its proper position. Right. And to where the disciple says, there's none like it. Right. The disciples could grab a hold of it, and they would cut down. They would begin to deliver the palsy and the lame and the dead and the other people that are bound by spirits and say, he'll still be healed in Jesus' ministry. He'll do it now. Hallelujah. He'll deliver now. He'll raise the dead now. He'll cast out devils now. And in this age, the word, the sword, is back in its proper place again. Brother Brandon went to Sunset Mountain or there in, there in Arizona. And he said he lifted his hands. And he said he felt something hit his hand. Right. What was it? He said he looked up like he'd never seen nothing like that before glistening. He said, it's a sword. He said, it's the sword of the king. Right. Yes. He says it's the sword of a king. He's not the sword of a king. Right. A sword of the king. Notice it was back in the hands of man. Amen. Come on now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Showing the sword, the word is back to full restoration, full redemption, full power. Hallelujah! Satan had it for 2,000 years, been making his boasts, standing upon promises that belong to the house of the the children of God, saying we can't have it, keeping the truth from the people. But it's back in the hands of the the believers, and there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. It still heals it still saves, it still delivers, it still casts out devils, it still sets the captive free, it still restores down defeat, downhearted, defeated people and elevates them to the sons and daughters of God. There's none like it. Amen. And if it healed cancer before, it'll heal it again. If it healed high blood pressure before or sugar diabetes before, it will do it again. If it brought sanity back to insane minds, it will do it again. If it went and cut shackles off of bound children, it will do it again. There's none like it. Hallelujah. This sword you have tonight, there's none like it. It's here for your healing. It's here for your joy. It's here for your deliverance. It's here for your peace. It's none like it. This sword is here for your children. There's none like it. It'll go down into the bar rooms. It'll go down into the valleys where they're at and it'll cut them out. There's none like this sword. Amen. It'll go into the hearts of the hardest of hearts and it'll cut that hardness out and put a new heart in there. There's none like it. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister Atlanta, would you mind standing at your feet tonight and saying, There's none like it? Hallelujah. 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 Amen. There's none like it. Adriana, you can stand to your feet and testify there's none like it. Hallelujah. Restore mine. Make it to where it ain't even a symptom of a of a concussion. There's nothing there no more. There's nothing like this sword. Hallelujah. There's nothing like this word. It'll heal anything tonight. I'll challenge any devil, this word will heal, it'll restore, it'll bring your family back. Glory to God. Is there another one here tonight that has a testimony? It says there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Hallelujah. There's nothing like it. Hallelujah. Look what it did. Look what it did. It took his head off. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. This Word is here to set you free. There's nothing like it. This Word is here to heal you. There's nothing like it. Hallelujah in the highest. This Word will cut away. He said, Well, Brother Timothy, that's prayed for. There's nothing like it. A pill can't take its place. Amen. Hey, you know what a pill does? Let's just be honest what a pill does. And I ain't got nothing against doctors. I go to them if I need them. But you know what a pill does? What they do? They, it gives it to you to mask the, simp- the, to mask the symptom. It never really deals with the problem. Right. They can give you a pill for high blood pressure, it just masks the symptom, it do not deal with what the problem is it's not the sword of the Spirit right. That's right. the sword of the Spirit is not here just masking symptoms right. Right. we're not interested in just masking a devil masking the, uh, cat some kind of the, the thing that holds on to you some cigarette demon or something whatever it is we ain't here to are interested in masking it we're interested in getting down to the root of the problem and this thing will get down and deal with the root of it and when it takes the root out all the symptoms are gone
0: Hallelujah.
2: There's nothing like it. Can you scream it tonight with all your heart? There's nothing like it. Nothing like this sword that's been given to me, and I'm going to cut through every devil. Why don't you tonight start whacking that devil? Say, get out of my way in the name of Jesus Christ. You're not holding me one more service. You're not holding me one more moment. Whack. Whack, get out of my way, devil, in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm going through, Jesus, I'm going through. I'm going to march to victory. I see this bright light shining. There's a little hole I done got through that old thing. Let's go ahead and keep cutting. Keep moving. Say, this is my night. This is my service. This is my moment. There's nothing like it. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and praise the Lord. There's nothing like it. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. There's nothing like it. Jesus, help us, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father, we every spirit under your control for the glory of God under the control of the Word of God. Let freedom ring in our midst, Lord. Let deliverance ring in our midst. Let joy unspeakable and full of glory fall upon hearts. Lord, those who has been down and depressed, may they begin to lift up their heads tonight. Realize I ain't got to walk out of here that way. I'm whacking every devil out of my way until I can stand upon my promises and I'm going to dig my heels in and hold on! Because you will come and fulfill your promise. Hallelujah. Oh my, let's just worship the Lord. There's nothing like it. You can go out and you can get all kinds of buzzes out in the world. You can drink all your drinks. You can smoke all your dope. You can do all kinds of things. Ain't nothing like this word. Amen. It ain't a high that goes and comes. But it'll lift you up out of that shadow. That's
0: it.
2: So you can fly where you belong, Eagle. Come on. And you can rise above it all. Amen. Oh, my. Let's just sing something. I don't know. I'm kind of lost. There's nothing like it. Amen. Hallelujah.
0: I saw the Lord. Sir? Touching Jesus.